Welcome to Awesome Autism Parents Podcast with your hosts, Sarah and Lindsay. We're both board-certified behavior analysts. This is a podcast for parents to listen to and be left feeling connected, free, and empowered as a parent with a child on the spectrum. Our podcasts and resources are designed from real parent feedback with what they are actually dealing with in life. It will make a big difference for this community when you tell us what support you need. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, Lens. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Haven't talked to you in a good. while. Yeah. Well, good. Um, good thing that we're on today. I'm very excited for this episode. I feel like it's very relevant with everything going on in this world. I kind of wanted to start off and say welcome back to all of our followers and let you guys know um, what's kind of been going on in our world, why we've been MIA for a little bit. At the end of January, moved to Bali and I did a yoga teacher training, something I've been wanting to do for a really long time, the whole month of February. And it was very intensive and time consuming. And it's just like where my focus was going at that point. And then I did some traveling and now I'm in Australia. So things have obviously slowed down travel wise. You know, I'm safe here and Lindsay's still in Chicago and we connected even when thought it would be a really good idea to get a podcast up and going with everything going on in the world right now. Right. We understand that there are a lot of challenges you may be facing, especially with a kid on the spectrum and spending a lot more time with your kid, your kid out of therapies, out of school, and just dealing with all the transitions. We're here to give you some tips and some things that you could work with during this time. Yeah, Lens, I think that's like really great because like we want to help the kids and we want to help the parents and, you know, just letting you guys know that we're here as a space for support right now. Um, I think that's the really big concept around our podcast today is just like we're here, you know, as BCBAs, we want to share some knowledge through our perspective of take whatever calls to you. Like if something doesn't fit into your schedule, every family and child is extremely different. And we understand that. See what works for you. Um, some things that you think might work for you might not at all. <laughs> I know Lynn's probably too. You've had families and kiddos where you, you tried something and it didn't work and, you know, that's okay. <laughs> and just moving on to that next thing. And we want to empower you to go ahead and give it a go. So, yeah, Lynn, how about do you want to start off, you know, just because you have been working with clients? I don't have current clients, but I've, you know, kept in touch with my communities. But I think it would be great for you to start off and maybe kind of talk about how that's been going for you and your family. I'm currently doing a lot of telehealth sessions, which has been very new for me. Been learning a lot. I've had to change some of my kids' goals and programs, and it's been a little challenging, but I'm getting through it. All I care about right now is supporting the families. I'm not too concerned on the kids' current programs. Some advice I've been giving to my families is keeping your kids' schedule as consistent as it can, whether it's mimicking their school day in some way or coming up with your own schedule, transitioning back into it. It won't be such a big jump because right now they've gone through this phase where they've transitioned to not having school, not having therapies, and it's a lot of changes. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a really good call. And they're used to, you know, having a school day, just even if you can mimic, even if it's like the first 10 minutes of that or giving them some sort of a structure, doesn't mean that they need to have the full hour of 
arts and crafts or math, you know, but just having some sort of a schedule that can mimic it and do what's manageable for you and your family. If it's 10 minutes a day, some other days it might be you have the full hour and you have a really free day. Another thing is your kids may not know what's going on in the world. All these changes are happening. So how do we explain to our, your kid what is going on? I've looked at some social stories that you can present to your kid and, you know, talk to your therapist, talk to your teachers in different ways that works for your kid in explaining. Decide if it's even important to explain, you know, depending on age and their skill set. The, yeah, the- you're right, Lens. Depending on, you know, where they are and their skills and you know, acknowledging things like it might not be relevant, but just maybe explaining the changes going on um, of their schedule and things like that. (laughs) But if they are a little bit more aware in this world of, you know, knowing of like bigger life events and things going on, like that might be a good thing to dive into some social stories. I definitely agree with that. And also, you know, maybe if you have a visual support, I was thinking just about, you know, weekends in general that, you know, you have the structure and letting them know, you know, some days might be like work days so they can understand that. And some days are, you know, family days, you know, and that those might be Saturdays and Sundays for your family or whatever days those are with, you know, your schedules going on. Because not only are you, is your child having changes, I'm sure as parents and everyone in your environment, other siblings, you guys all have changes. And that's something to take into account. And I completely understand how that might be difficult. <laughs> And just being able to explain to your child and having some sort of a structure for the whole family as like, oh, these are working days. Like you're going to be doing these subjects today. Um, Mommy's going to be working and -and so-and-so has, you know, whatever the the other siblings have going on that day. And, oh, these are family days. Like all of us will be doing this this day and just kind of integrating the family piece as a whole and not just the child's changes, just so they can kind of grasp the idea of everyone's changes going on, because it's kind of the bigger picture of, you know, their their environment. And so not around their teachers and students anymore, they're going to be around, you know, the family or whoever is at your home. Sarah, you made a really good point there. Something else I've been thinking about is these kids, if they end up getting the virus themselves, how to monitor their child symptoms, especially the ones that can't express not feeling okay. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's going to be something that may may or may not be difficult for your child to even navigate and communicate to you. So I think that could be something. I mean, Lindsay, have you had any um, experience with any of your kiddos you're doing telehealth with right now of talking the parents through? I feel that would be such like an irrelevant and important aspect to teach, you know, over telehealth you know, with coronavirus going on, just because that's going to be so essential for them to be able to communicate how they're feeling. Right. I have not discussed this with any of my families yet. And it hasn't been brought up, but that is something I think I am going to bring up. So just monitoring your child's symptoms and being aware of all the symptoms out there and finding ways of checking in with them. Definitely. I think that would be something really great. And I mean, with everything going on too, like we've always mentioned, it's not just the children, like, you know, as BCBAs, you know, I'm not currently working directly in the field right now, but I can only imagine the changes that you've had to go through, Lindsay, with therapists and just on the back end. So 
you know, just giving you so much empowerment during this time as a BCBA because it is, it's challenging. It's very different doing sessions, you know, over online. It might be a new structure, not only for the parent, you and the child. So, you know, it's so great that you're providing these services for all the kiddos. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, of course. Something I was thinking about going over is how to incorporate some things at home. You're spending so much time with your kid and keep the things in mind that to continue to engage your kids in. They may not be getting enough gross motor activity and your kid may be someone that needs a lot of movement in the day and making sure to incorporate those gross motor activities at home. Whether it's a game, playing tag, jumping around, dancing, whatever it is that your child is interested in, keeping their movement in mind and making sure they're releasing some energy. Yeah, that's a great, you know, a great point. You know, our kiddos, they need to get out lots of energy and are probably used to very active days. You know, no matter what age your kiddo is, just having more movement. I mean, all of us, I feel like, are feeling those effects. You know, we're inside more and, you know, just how to stay stimulated if it's physically and mentally. I, something really big that I've just been taking away from this, just we have a lot of circumstances that are unknown. and. A lot of things outside of our control right now. So it's like, what can you work with inside of your control? You know, this may may be a really good opportunity. You know, parents that are, you know, usually working away from home a lot or traveling a lot or even just like on an everyday, like a normal, your kiddo's at school and you're at home. You know, you guys are still apart from each other. And this may just be a really good time to have the opportunity to have more of that integrated family time. Like you said, like have some movement, have some activities planned. And, you know, maybe if it's once a day or maybe it's just on the weekends, whatever you guys manageable for your schedule, just incorporating this and doing it with, you know, the other siblings and having that quality family time because that may be easier, you know, during Corona and like a lot of people are at home and isolated and just not as active that you guys do something stimulating if it's for your mind or something physical. So, you know, everyone can just stay happy. And I think that benefits the family as a whole. I agree with that. Another thing I was thinking about what you can incorporate at the home is getting your child in chores. I know you're spending a lot of time at home. (laughs) There's a lot of laundry, a lot of dishes, depending on your kid's age again. How can you get your kid involved? Rather, it's practicing sorting with laundry, practicing folding, maybe sorting and putting away all those groceries that you panicked and went out to get you know there's some skills that you can incorporate with these chores around the house and it'd be a nice extra hand for you too I think so as well and I think with everything has been changing so much on a daily basis and just being patient with these things too you know it's obviously a really big switch up and change and that's okay your kid may have been working on social skills with five other peers in a gross motor activity in the clinic or you know whatever it may be And just knowing like, that's okay, you'll pick up where you can. But right now, you know, within your realm of what you can work on, I think chores is an excellent idea. You know, you're at home, you have extra things to do to just involve your kid with some of the chores and tasks you've been doing. And you can incorporate that into your day. And that may be an easy thing just because you're going to do it anyways. I think a general reminder too, that it is difficult. And, you know, with everything going on right now and all the changes and, but just staying patient with yourself. This isn't going to look perfect. (laughs) I don't think anything right now is looking, you know, perfect. We're all just doing the best we can and staying together in this. 
just staying patient with your kiddo and yourself, giving yourself some grace with everything going on and that you're at least trying in the smallest little steps with these and including them or the daily schedules or wherever it may be that's calling to you. Slow, small steps are better than no step. Um, it doesn't need to be these big leaps and bounds and look perfect. I'm sure tons of parents that are going through the same situations of, as you, um, all in different ways, of course, you know, are feeling these same sorts of emotions and feelings. And all of those are okay. And just watching gradually as you try. And these small steps could turn into bigger steps over time. You made a very good point there, Sarah. I think that is great information to share that nothing will be perfect right now. Something that might not be easy for all of you is what I think is a good idea is limiting screen time. Mm, yeah. You're spending a lot of time with your kid at home and looking for ways to keep them busy. I think that it's a good idea not to fall into the trap of giving too much screen time because when they're in school, they aren't getting that much. You don't want to fall into this habit and then, you know, deal with those behaviors of taking away the screen time. But I'm not saying you have to do this, just something to keep in mind. Definitely, Lens, And I think that's a good point. I mean, we always, as BCBAs, I feel like, you know, limiting screen time is something that we always encourage. We never force on families. You know, everyone has their structure and what is able for them to manage, but just being self-aware of how much you're maybe giving them or just finding a balance that works for both of you guys. And I think also, <clears throat> I've talked to families about this in the past of, you know, there's different ways you can use screen time too if you're going to use it and you're going to use it maybe more time on certain days. Like you can do a, an exercise video or like a dance party video. So like at least maybe they're getting some physical movement during it or, you know, your kiddo maybe has some educational, you know, games that they can play on there and they're, and they're learning. I would say arguably a better use of screen time than them just maybe repeating the same 30 seconds of their favorite video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just like also like thinking, okay, like, you know, I'm accepting that, you know, they're going to need a little bit more screen time to stay. I'm working a little bit more today. Like they're going to have more. How can we do little changes in structures of keeping them on something more educational or more physical, more stimulating? Yeah, that's a good point. Also, you can build the motivation with screen time. Have them work for an hour of screen yeah. time. Perfect. Love it. To build, their, <laughs> build their motivation at home. Yes, definitely. I mean, we use it too. Like, I mean, if, you know, if we're using reinforcement, if it's for something, you know, hugs or spins or anything from a toy to iPad time, having some sort of a reinforcement system. And <clears throat> Lindsay, I mean, that might be a good thing for you to go off into is like staying in touch just because you're on the direct therapy end right now. Like staying in touch with teachers, speech pathologists, PT, OT, any services that they usually typically have. If there's changes in those environments, you know, what they can do, you know, what families are able to do during this time, if you have any advice for them on that. That in general, your child with special needs rely on their support team every day to keep them centered. So just keep in touch with all of them. And maybe making sure your teachers and therapists are all collaborating and communicating as well. I recently spoke to one of my kids' occupational therapists and we collaborated on what some things we can do at home through telehealth. You know, this is completely a different realm of running sessions in the way we do things. So yeah, it's a good time to come together and it's very important for 
you parents as well to make sure you're staying in touch, especially if you are dealing with something at home or whatever it is that you need help with. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, it's also just in a matter of like, instead of maybe feeling any emotion you are about it, if it's embarrassed or just confused, just ask like, hey, like this is going on. Who would be best to talk to or who would be best to collaborate? Because the whole team of people, even though they may be individual services, maybe in different realms of thought, you work together as a whole. Like that's the, the collaborative approach is what works, you know, putting everyone in touch. Like there might be another perspective from one of the professionals and it might make leaps and bounds of change for you and your family. Sarah, we should talk about the parents themselves. They're working from home and some of these parents have jobs in their own life and, you know, to really focus on their self and, you know, what ways can we touch on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I wanted to kind of touch on this realm. Obviously, I just finished my yoga teacher training and definitely has a psychological aspect to it and just some important messages I feel that I received. Things that we can do at this time in general as a whole because, you know, part of your child's life is going to be your life as well because if you're maintaining, you know, your own self-care and, you know, mental health of not only your child but yourself, um, those are going to have immense changes on your child and for your family as a whole. So I think it's really important to remember that Yes, your kids and services and you're doing this for them, but also like you're a part of, you know, whole overall picture. It's just important to really touch on yourself. So a few things I wanted to talk about today. I think one, just with this huge pandemic that's going on all over the world, I think it's really, really important to stay updated and educated on what's going on. And just making sure that we're not overdoing it. And I really liked my teacher told me to stay informed, not deformed. And this really just resonated with me. It can be really easy to binge on media right now. We're all at home more, just turning on the news, sharing articles, you know, whatever it may be that you're, how you're getting your research and updates. But just knowing to, you know, that's okay to sometimes put it aside. Like you want to stay updated. Like what I've personally been doing from my perspective is I've been in the morning, you know, turning on the news, seeing what's new, what's going on, and, you know, getting some updates at night, but just letting myself have some mental space where I'm not overdoing it and realizing how certain things are making me feel like when I have emotions arising in my body of maybe a feeling of stress or being overwhelmed and just being really self-aware with and in tune with my body, just because it's a really easy thing to do. And I think with the sources you're going to, too, of you know, making sure they're sources that are credible and solid resources. Um, that's something that I feel like is a huge aspect of our mental health during such a stressful time. And knowing too that you're going to be feeling lots of emotions during this time and lots of things arising. You know, you're going to have struggles and difficulties. I feel like everyone in this world right now has things that are coming up during this huge time of panic and fear and there's a lot of sad things going on in the world, knowing that it's okay to feel those emotions and not push them aside and just being able to healthily release these emotions. So sticking with them, like letting yourself feel certain ways and just whatever that is that like you can release those emotions. And these can be in all different ways, you know, whatever speaks to you. Mine's just been going on walks on side if I can, or if it's reading that, you know, or taking some personal time, or maybe it's listening to your favorite podcast, but taking some moments for yourself during this time. So 
taking moments for yourself that's not, you know, reading with your child jumping on top of you. And I mean, sometimes it may look like that, but just making sure that you're able to take some moments in your day to just separate yourself from everything, you know, the media, family, if you can, friends, and just taking some you time where you can go inward and just process like, okay, like check in, like what's going on? <laughs> How can I release these? What relaxes me? Because even if it's 10 minutes a day, or if you even have more time, it's going to benefit your mental health. And that's going to reflect on your child as well of just being able to keep yourself healthy and giving yourself some downtime to just relax and breathe and get in touch with you know, what is going on in your body. I mean, we mentioned this too in the beginning is, you know, accepting of, you know, this is going on in the world right now. When we have lots of resistance coming up against things, that's where we have huge struggles within ourselves. You know, it's hard to be like, oh yeah, we're accepting this, but just like embracing like, okay, this is going on in the world right now. And, you know, resisting that on a daily or hourly basis is not going to do anything besides cause like internal struggle for us. What steps can you take? What is in your control? And seeing how you can change different circumstances, you know, looking at those things you have control over. If it's, okay, I know this works for me and my family when I work in this room or my child has this visual schedule or some of the things we touched on earlier, checking in with the BCBA, just a little touch point every day. Like, what are some of those things that help your situation during this time that you do have control of? Because there's a lot of unknown right now. And there's a lot out of our control. So it's really important to be, to be able to accept those things for what it is right now, but then also play around with the balance and the structure that's going to work for you. And that might take a lot of playing around. It might just, you find one thing right away that works. It, it is different for every family and that is okay. And to not compare what we talked about in previous episodes, <laughs> comparisons, the thief of all joy, you know, you might be talking to a friend and, you know, she's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, my visual schedule is working great. And you know, my kids behaviors haven't really changed. And you might be having, <laughs> you know, your child may be completely doing a million new behaviors. And just being like, why me just getting in that victim role? Of, oh, like, it, you know, just comparing and going down a rabbit hole with that. And, you know, that is okay. Everyone's situation is different. And to accept that and see, okay, like this is occurring. Who can I reach out to? What can I do? You know, what is in my control and accepting the situation for what it is. And knowing that any feeling that you are feeling an emotion that is arising is completely okay. Yeah. Um, and also to remember that you are not alone. You are not alone. Everyone's dealing with this. Families that have kids on the spectrum, families that don't have kids on the spectrum. I'm dealing with it myself. This is a very challenging time in so many aspects and you're not alone. The whole world is going through it and it's so unfortunate, but you know, one step at a time, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah, Lynn, I love that message um, because you're not alone. You know, I feel like I've even been catching, you know, times like, like you said, even personally, like you're struggling with it and have changes going on with work and you know, different aspects of your life. And I've caught myself even, you know, being in Australia and like, I have no really good friends here and family and, you know, like I'll catch moments of being like, oh my God, like, you know, I am alone or, you know, I have this fear arising and just knowing that like there's a community of work and just connecting with people during this time, if it's professionals or if it's friends or maybe family that you don't usually have the time to stay in touch with or whoever it may be, 
reach out. <laughs> I feel like we've touched on earlier episodes. It's normal for, you know, sometimes families that have a child with autism to feel more isolated. Not always, but sometimes, you know, going through this pandemic, everyone's starting to get a touch of feeling more alone and isolated. And that might be intensified with everything going on and that it is okay to be able to reach out to someone and tell them what's going on. Sometimes it's just talking about it with someone and putting it out into existence, but connecting with the people that you can because we have support out there. And like you said, Lindsay, which is a really good point, is everyone in the world is going through their own different version of this. Right. Let's wrap things up. You know, you can reach out to us and go to our website if you need any sort of support. I am open to providing any support I can. I know this is a very challenging time. I hope that it all gets better soon. Yes, agreed. And same with me. <laughs> I might be in a different time zone, but, you know, like I said, like I'm here for support too. Like I'm not working directly in the field, but I still have all my tools as a behavior analyst and more than happy to provide support or be a space for whatever you may need. So feel free to reach out and connect with us on our website. And we just want to thank you for listening today. We really encourage you to fill out our questionnaire forms and feedback on our website that are up now. Subscribe and look out for updates at awesomeautismparents.com. And we'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Keep up the awesomeness.